You're already fucking in the intro. Alright, I'm gonna quit. Who do we want? Jackie Chan. Who do we need? Jackie Chan. Who do we love? Jackie Chan. Hello and welcome to a very late edition of the Chainsaw Buffet Podcast. We are here with our good friends and allies, uh, the Manpower. We've got Chris. Yeah! Yeah, season on Chris. we got Cody Warhammer. Hey! And we even have Night Sick Beck. Yeah. <laughs> and the Manpower Girls. Yes. Woo! Whose names escape me up all uh, Lauren. Lady Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> and... And this has been a, a, a great weekend because, uh, you know, we've, we've gotten to do a lot of fun stuff. And uh, you guys have uh, uh, unveiled your new album, which has been uh, for fucking air in the making. It was worth it. It was worth it. It was worth the wait. It was a year in the wait, but we finally, finally released it. It, it hit. Yesterday, which was what day? Well, it's not really officially. Well, it's just Impact. It'll be released in late May, but Impact you can buy this weekend. This will be out after Impact. So that defeats the point of saying that. But this is the pre debut. Yeah, but you can go um, listen to samples and whatnot on um, the manpower.bandcamp.com and our Reverb Nation page. And uh, you know, we we already have the CD. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And guess who? Guess what? You're thinking. I know. Because I, I really we love you. you. We love you. And your cookies. Yes. Okay. If you know what we're saying. <laughs> Chris loves John's cookies. <laughs> so, so you guys do. You, had any. you guys do some some different stuff in this as opposed to the LP, which you know was only four songs. EP. EP. Sorry. It is. It's late. Oh, you fucked up, man. You gotta uh, come back. Listen, <laughs> you're not going to be the first person to point out what's wrong about something. You're not going to be the last either. All uh, right. But you guys, you guys have a little, a little bit uh, more variety. Um, some you've some listened, metal. You've listened to it, haven't you? I have. Yeah. I have. What'd you think? I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, Gear in Her Up is, is, is one of my favorite songs. Yeah. Right it's all about the motorcycle sound. Gear in Her Up. It's really the metal for it. It's like, a, here you play that metal intro, I'm just like... Yes. That's how it sounds. That was yeah. fun to dance to. Yeah. So, so what was kind of the process in, in saying, okay, we want to we mix it up, we want to do a little this, a little, little well, how did that? Happen? It came out of, like, I'm going to take this one because I did write every song on it. So, yeah. <laughs> um, Except the first one. Yeah, except the sampled one. Yeah. <laughs> um, basically, it came out of, like, you know, I love the Ramones, and I love punk rock, but you can only do the same thing for so long. Right. And even the Ramones eventually evolved, so we decided to just skip that step of having a lot of punk albums and just having one with a little more variety early on, um, because, you know, you take a song like Fujiko, it's basically a pop song. Mm -hmm. You know, you take a song like Guilty of Gearing Up, it's basically a metal song. Right. But the pop aspects are kind of toned down, and the rock is brought up, but then the metal is kind of toned down with the rock brought up a little bit, too. Because even though it's metal, we're not Man of War or Motorhead or Slayer yet. Right. Yet. <laughs> um, but then when I say pop, we're not Lady Gaga either yet. <laughs> so, you know... Um, so just to confirm, next Impact, you will be appearing on stage <laughs> from an egg. <laughs> according, to, according to Andrew on the Impact forums, who this man who runs AvaCon, which is a very cool con, everyone should check out in Murfreesboro in August, um, we're a Lady Gaga cover band, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it said Dash, Lady Gaga, and Rebecca Black. So you're a mixture of Lady Gaga and Wu-Tang Clan. Exactly. And uh, yeah. the bed intruder guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the bed intruder guy. And the bed intruder guy, yeah. <laughs> it's like a mixture between Slayer and... Uh, a Wu-Tang Clan for an ages eight. 6 to 7 audience. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Wu-Tang Clan. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to sound exactly. kind of like this. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta listen to the album to get these jokes. It was just one of those things. I mean, I'll say a really good example of what made me personally want to make this a 
more variety on this album. Was one of my favorite bands, Beeliner Z, who their last two albums have had a lot more pop sheen than their old material ever had. And I was like, let's just skip that middle in between and go ahead and just go straight for the, you know, kind of a little more poppy, basically. You know, plus a bigger audience has never had. These, are, these musicians who say they love being obscure and playing basements are. They're only saying that because they've never played a bigger stage and they're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you can't downplay yourself and underselling yourself. So, yeah. Uh, I say kudos to you guys for, for taking that risk because it is kind of a risk. Especially. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, Fujiko, again, we're using that as an example, um, was a song I was like, some people are going to absolutely hate this song. They're used to just, you know, I want to have sex with you and Jackie Chan and Rock Roll Time Machine. You're right. Know? And, you know, if they can't accept us using full-on classic, you know, pop song structures, they can just move on to another band. Or, or just skip another track. You know. There's a lot of stuff well. on that CD. There is a lot of stuff on that CD. <laughs> um, now, you guys have, have you know, we've, we've seen our show you guys have done in fact, the last several years. Um, you, you've really worked on your uh, stage performances. Um, we want to make it more and more and more and more and more of a party every time. And we recently got rid of um, one of our third member, which was the second guitarist, um, David Debauchery. He's off pursuing other things. And basically, we were like, well, we have to fill the space of going from a three piece to a two piece. Because he's playing guitar, so he's never playing bass, which I thought was really funny that people have been like, oh, I don't even notice that your bassist is gone. It's like, well, we never had a bassist, so of course you would. Um, but so what we did to do that at first, you know, I mean, we played, you know, we, we, our first show as a two piece was in a little club in Nashville called the Fox Spot with this really cool band called Lollipop Factory and they're a two piece. So we thought it'd be kind of a theme for the night. If we suck, we could just like deal with it and get another member, you know, and we thought it was really good afterwards. They thought it was really good. We thought that was a good rating scale since they're a two piece. And a lot of other people did. A lot of people were saying, like, you know, that was the best I've seen you play. You're tight. You're very tight together. You guys feed off each other. And we're like, well, that's good. That's all well and good. But we're on a big, huge stage. Like, at Tag, that's going to be a little bit of an issue only being two people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where you enter the manpower girls. Right. <laughs> We've always had eye candy for the girls because we're sexy boys. <laughs> right, manpower girls? We're sexy boys, right? Oh, yeah. So... <laughs> We decided for you, John, and all the other men in the world, especially Dylan, um, uh, that... I'm not sure why I'm... We decided that we wanted to give back to the the world. And so we searched far and wide across these great plains. It's a long, long journey. And we found found these two lovely women that are going to help us out here and there when they can, hopefully more often than not, give some visual... Um, eye candy to the show, and also, you know, maybe throw balloons at people, you know, hold up signs, dance around, and occasionally, yeah, put on mustaches, and, um, (laughs) and this weekend was the first time we ever experimented with, experimented with that, and I don't know, I've been hearing nothing but positives about it, so I guess it was good. Uh, We even have a Facebook site. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to elaborate this in a a couple stages. Uh, the first one is, as far as just speaking about what you're talking about, uh, I know you said this uh, in another panel at MTech for anybody who's listening that wasn't at MTech. It does have kind of a P Lander Z feel to it, at least during certain songs, because you know you guys have some audience participation, which is is really good because it, it, there at some points like I, I failed to notice that it was just you and Cody because it, it was like it, everybody was sort of engaged in what you guys were doing. Um, secondly. Uh, Tell us a little bit, uh, Manpower Girls, about how you guys uh, got involved. You already knew these guys, didn't you? Like, this wasn't a search. Was well, a... <laughs> that is a long, interesting story. <laughs> <laughs> I actually met these guys at MTAC oh, 09, right? Um, yeah. It was 09. Maybe the first year Cody was playing. So. Yeah, that was, that was the first time I met these guys, and I just happened to be rooming across the hall from them, and... Fate just had us drawn to each other, and we <laughs> exited our no, hotel. I, I have to, I have to can I interject something really funny? Interject. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we literally, this was really good. Um, we were in our room, and like this was Cody's first anime convention ever, and we said, there are way too many hot underage girls in this thing. It's just like, you can't escape them. 
And we literally open our door, and they open theirs at the same time. There's like six of them. And we're like, oh my god! And just close our door immediately. <laughs> we were not underage. Actually, I think my, my actual response was, I opened up the door, saw Lauren, shut the door, and went, oh, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> and, that, and, and there you have it. It has been just blissful ever since. <laughs> and uh, just I've just been helping him out, and you know, and just it's kind of evolving into other things, and right. And then so now we have bad. <laughs> really bad. Yeah. Hey, you know. Well, it is. <laughs> you know, I, just, I like to I like to help them out. Well, now me and Anna, we've kind of yeah. <laughs> what? <Hey. laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> we're, we're not here to judge. No, oh. it's okay. She know. she she helps us out when she can. <laughs> and now we have Anna here too, and now we have a part in the show, dancing and cheering the guys on, and getting the crowd pumped. How many shows have you guys done from so far? This, this is our first one. First one. Hmm. It, it was very good. Like, like it, it. I couldn't tell that it was your first show. Thank you. I mean, I've, I've gotten up there and just kind of, you know, certain songs and just kind of grabbed one of the signs and danced with them or something, but nothing official like it was right. this time. Right. You didn't practice or anything. Totally improv. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's great. I think I gotta bring you into this one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what, 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 what have you been doing? What have you been up to? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm just. <laughs> <laughs> you know I'm, just I'm the in between guy. Wait, whoa, wait. No. Uh, <laughs> hey, uh, okay, let me let me just kind of let me let me bring this in here. Um, uh, for those of you who don't know, and maybe who are you know listening to this who are not aware, uh, Nice Sick, of course, was the original drummer. Um, ever since then, he's been he's he was the second member of. Manpower, Chris being the first, Nightstick being the second. Uh, I was, I guess, technically I'm the third. See, Nightstick's still in the band, technically. Um, yeah, I just play drums instead. So <laughs> He's our menacing man. Yeah. I was about to say, they, they've, like, de-promoted you to, uh, to like, merch guy and bouncer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Bouncer's pretty fun. But it is a fun job. He's yeah. yeah. You were uh, you're definitely uh, ripped. I'm like I'm like trying to do Vulcan death grips on people. Right. This is nice. <laughs> and you have punched guys in the throat. Yeah, and made a vomit. Vomit <laughs> violently. <laughs> violently, it was scary. I was scared when he died. What have I done? <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so yeah, Night Six like awesome. You don't mess with me. No, you do not. Yeah, Night Six killed a guy. <laughs> at the rave. Twice. At the rave. He killed a 13 year old girl at the rave. He killed that a was actually a man. That was actually a man. And he was drunk and high on PCP. And racist. And racist. And racist. And the whole thing. And the whole reason why this all happened was because R. Kelly was there. And, he's, at, and R. Kelly still allows ice cream. <laughs> yeah, he still has ice cream. Oh, you never. I thought it was yeah, his you cookies. Don't, you don't I heard it was his cookies. Was yeah. it <laughs> <laughs> ice cream cup Okay. <laughs> yeah. It was cookie dough ice cream. He'll kill for those cookies. <laughs> you don't mess with Nightstick's ice cream. No. Yes, I am. A, yeah. I should be a song pilot. You don't mess with Nightstick's ice cream. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're pretty good. New, the new good thing we don't mess with Nightstick's ice cream. I like it. I do. You can be a number of Or lyrical, depending on. We could get someone to get up on stage and wear a, a mask of <laughs> <Yeah>. nightstick. <laughs> we could be dancing ice cream cones. This- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we're going to get a guy to do blackface. Like, you know, like, uh, okay. Well, that's, that's, you know, I, I there's some homage somewhere in there. I never I thought of it this way, but now when we have three Michaels on stage, two of them are in blackface sometimes. <laughs> True. Kind of. Oh, you don't care about that. This is this for the Michaels. You know, but yeah, with Michaels dead for one. <laughs> That's, that's another thing too. Like on like a lot of the show stuff, like how you had mentioned P. Lander Z, like us taking influence from them. Yeah. What we've always done as a band, and you know, you can ask Cody about this. And I got to be honest, when I watched the slants and I was influenced with some ideas. Um, you should be. Yeah. We what we do is we look up to all the you know, it's all well and good. My favorite band is Kiss. It's all well and good to look at Kiss and be like, that would be cool to have Pyro on stage. Right. But despite me knowing a guy named Harrow and I could have him on stage, having explosions <laughs> isn't happening anytime soon. 
<laughs> so, with that being said, all of our friends' bands we watch that are on similar levels to us, and maybe a step above or below in some cases, um, in the slants it's definitely above, in many cases, um, we watch them, though, and p is a good example, um, the slants, the proto-men, um, you know, and we're like, what's good about them? You know, how can we take this and mold it into our own original concept, basically? You know, how, like, we take the bizarro factor of P. Lander Z, you know, we take the epic intro factor of Proto Men, we take, you know, the just kind of ballsy rock star attitude of the slants, you know, and um, we mold it all into one. We aren't 12 people like the Proto Men, we aren't um, P. Lander Z like P. Lander Z, and we're not Chinese like the slants. So, you know, you gotta make it your own thing, and that's basically what we do and I think it comes out pretty well. Uh, hopefully. <laughs> and I will say from a bigger level, the girl thing recently came from from Butch Walker, actually, because on one tour he had, like, three girl backup singer and dancers, and I was like, that's amazing. <laughs> you didn't even know who his concert going on. Yeah, I was just like, and one, two, like, two of the three went on to be, like, Avril Lavigne's backup dancers, so Butch Walker's apparently had a solo to go We need to start reading choreography. Yeah, yeah Avril Lavigne's backup dancers. <laughs> oh, boy. We're needing backup. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're not editing that, so enjoy it. Good. <laughs> we practiced <Yeah>. that. Yep. <laughs> so um how has uh the shoes impact compared to the other ones that you guys have been through? Uh, a lot busier. <laughs> you guys have had a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, through. and I don't mean that in a bad way or anything. I mean I think it's been better because it's a lot more promotion. It's a lot more work, but there's a lot more payoff as well. Right. So, I mean, yesterday I was almost had a nervous breakdown at least seven times because I, I literally went straight from like, you know, I think three, two, two thirty, three o'clock till literally like two in the morning. <coughs> the events with very few breaks, and just getting dinner with Mark. Um, I'm gonna stop speaking because I've been speaking the most, but I, this impact's been great though. I mean, just like all the others, this impact is the best. I think Santa Claus is currently Sorry, walking down the hall. I was like, is there a retail? Yeah, I just, I, I, I want presents, but I'm afraid to open that door. Yeah, I don't think I want their presents. Who's ever, that might be drugs. I think it's the Easter bunny with the bells. Easter bunny with bells. Santa was dropping X and then it got real. Yeah. Santa was dropping X. Um, all right, Xmas maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and you dehydrate quick in that kind of suit. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, you do. Um. Well, how honestly, how this MTAC is compared differently um, from the other ones? I feel like um, we've matured in a certain way that, um, and the and the convention has matured in a certain way that has just been really. It's been really, really pleasant for us, and it's just been really, really nice. Um, at least for me to deal with, like. I I love this convention. I love uh, how they. I mean, we've been treated really, really well, and and I almost witnessed, uh, as, as Chris said, um, you know, he almost had seven nervous breakdowns today. I think yesterday. I or yesterday. What did I say? Anyway, today. today. Okay, well, yesterday. Two days ago, technically. Yeah, technically two days ago at this point. Yeah, um, but I think I almost witnessed about three of them. But it was just those situations where you're torn into like eight different places at once and you know oh we have a panel going on at two. Oh, that's interesting because sound checks at two um oh but but that's just because something got pushed back oh well this is going on oh we got to move this over here oh it's interesting because we got to pull this over here and do this but that's that's the life i mean that's what you have to deal with whenever you're in a a band like this or anything like that and it's it's just kind of a it's it's cool. It's a cool feeling, actually. It's it's the work that I would like to do. You know, I mean, yeah, you challenge like that. That's how you grow. Yeah. And the thing's been really good about this time that I was really pumped about going into this, and still was stressful. But this time I felt more so than any Elmtac previous or any con period. Actually, was that we had the best backing team behind us we possibly could have, and that's you know, I'm not including Cody in this. Obviously, it's good to have my if, I, if it was all my backing team, but I include us as, as the you know star lineup of the football, but when I mean, you know, Lauren and Anna and Lionel and even Kelsey from Blue Grade and all the other little people, not the little people, but all the people, all your friends that, they're, all kind the people of, they're kind of short. Yeah, all, the, all, the, all the people that have helped here and there a little bit, like even you guys, you know, um, you know, if you have a, 
even if you have to do a million hours of work, if your confidence level going into it's a little higher, it makes it a little better. Right. You know, and even like some of our friends, like um, like Phil, Asian Phil, who you've had on the podcast with us before, I believe. Yeah. Um, just Asian the, Phil. You know, <laughs> the thing is, before and after our show, he knows me so well. He could tell I was stressed out. He was like. Hey man, is there anything I can do to help out? And I was like, actually, yeah, there is, you know. And I was like, you know, if you could get the merch from here to here and help load this here and stuff, he's like, oh, I can do that for you, man. And I know that's partially because the local con, so of course, there's gonna be more of our friends at it. But someone like Asian Phil, you can't, you can't take away how much of a positive person he is to be. We didn't pay him a thing, and here he is, like lugging a sixty, you know, amp or sixty pound watt. Sixty. I can't talk it so like. I'm pretty much a sixty pound amp. Sixty pound amp. <laughs> heavy. Sixty pound, a heavy amp on the stage, and moving this and that, and getting sweaty, and he didn't. We didn't pay him anything. And again, that is part of the beauty too of like something like Hilltack, where it's all volunteer in. Is you know people sometimes will work a little harder because no one's getting paid. So really, like, yeah. you know. And I mean, we had a we had somebody helping us out too. Uh, a girl named Amanda who. Um, I mean, yeah. you know, we she didn't even she, expect to have, honestly. Like, she's like, here's your liaison. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah, which was really, really great just to have these people. Um, it's it's just a really definite, you know, it's it's a really, really awesome community. And even having, you know, bands like The Slants or Proto Men, you know, just being up on stage and just continually just like mentioning, I mean, the Proto, all oh, the Proto Men, man. They played right after us, and I think they actually mentioned our merch table and that they we people needed to go over and buy our stuff. I think more than they actually mentioned their own, which was yeah. like those guys are champs, man. Yeah, I mean they they just got back from they had played PAX convention, you know, which is huge. Yeah, and like you see the videos of their show, and they're playing like it's basically a small arena, you know, and it's completely packed with people. So this is a real deal kind of band, you know. Oh yeah. And um, you know, when you have a support from a band like that, and then. You know, we had, the Proto Man was a really interesting case, actually. I was looking forward to the fact that we were playing before them, because <laughs> we had played shows with them before, and been at their shows and, by, and all this stuff, but they never got to see us play, because it just kind of works out that way when you're in a band. Yeah. You sometimes don't get to see someone you want to see, and I had quite a few of them, because there's 600 members in the band, um, <laughs> and I had quite a few of them before the show just come up um, and just be like, I'm really looking forward to finally getting to see you guys. And that was a really cool feeling because that was a, a band I highly respect. It's pretty much the best band in town up right up there with us. You know, and I don't even say that from a, uh, <coughs> a uh, conceited way, but as an audience member, I would love us as much as I love, you know, them, you know. And having just them be like, oh, we're looking forward to finally getting to see you. You know, it's been way too long. It was great, but what was even better is the second we were done playing, all of them congratulating us and being like, "We got to play more shows together." What we've been missing out on this, you know, we're our fans are the same people pretty much. You know, it's just you know ours, you know, the protomens are more into video games, ours are more into you know anime, but that's really not that different. So, you know, it's part of that. You know, don't brings people together. <laughs> As I said earlier, we're all like one big family. Yeah. I mean, just how like we haven't seen the slants in two years, and they were all super pumped to see us play, and we we're super pumped to see them play. You know, oh, Aaron was really Aaron went crazy at your concert. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, even like, oh man, it was so cool. Like when uh, during the opening ceremonies, like this was one of my favorite parts. Like I felt so happy. Like it, it was the thing that kind of completed. Like the day up until that point, like after hanging out with, like honestly, after hanging out with Vic and Yana, and um, that was really cool actually. And um, really like, nice. the, yeah, he's a nice dude, man. I mean, he was, I mean, he's a, once again yet another champ. I mean, the guy was really, really cool. I haven't encountered um, a bad guest this weekend actually. No, I have not either. I mean, at least Furukawa, and um, you know, she's always really, really nice and everything. But um, having um, just randomly being backstage, about to be called up on the stage, and looking over. Like, actually scared a bunch of people with this situation. Somebody, everyone thought something was wrong. But I looked over to my left, and I see Pelander Red just, like, trying to get through the door. And I think security, like, wasn't letting him through or something because they didn't realize who he was. And I just, like, screamed and just ran over there and was like, Pelander Red! And just, like, just grabbed him and just gave him this big, big hug because I was just so excited. And it was, like, you know, then looking in, and I saw, you know, Pelander Green, and then, you know, I saw Pelander Yellow. 
And um, Biden was oh, Biden was there. I didn't see him though. That's the only sad part. Oh, he did. I didn't. I didn't, better, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't see him. I didn't see him at all. He was like, just wearing a cowboy hat. He wasn't super noticeable. Oh, right. He was left <laughs> pink in the van. Yeah, there was. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I guess they just left pink somewhere. I don't even know. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. They they weren't even. I mean, they weren't even technically performing at MTAC. They just showed up because I mean, they were playing in town. But um, they were just they're just really cool people, and they were just so excited to see us and. Under yellow, and you know, just running up and hugging them, and uh, it was it was like the thing that like it really seemed to like solidify the entire day. Like it just made me so much more pumped and so much more excited to play because like those guys are just they're so supportive. I mean, just everyone's just so supportive in this community. So it was really funny too. I uh, I, I I tweeted Peel Under Yellow um, later that night and just reminding him like I'm. It was great seeing you earlier. So we didn't even say bye because they left so quickly. And yeah. So it was great seeing you earlier. You know, good luck tonight. He tweeted me back saying the same thing pretty much. It was just pretty amazing and it was pretty quick too. So, you know. Yeah. Um, and again, it just proves like, you know, Killers use this band. They're on tour, you know, nine months out of the year, if not more probably. So they're playing with consistently two or three, maybe even four or five different bands every night. But through us seeing them or playing with them and stuff, they remember who the manpower is. They know who we are. Like, when they came up and saw us, like, Yellow was like, where's Catherine, which is one of our friends, and I was like, she's not here yet, and he was pretty sad about it, actually, it seemed, you know, and I mean, that's just the type of people they are, they remember everybody, you know, and they're just, they're good people. Yeah. Yeah, there's not, there's not much more that can be said about Beelander Z other than, I mean, they're amazing band, amazing performers, everything, but they're just some genuinely the best people I've ever met in my life, and I really do mean that. Charlie knows Beelander uh, Red rather intimately. He made those in the back of my head. Drunk unicorn. Yeah, that was thanks to you. Yeah, that was that was a great experience. I got a picture of that. I will kill you all. <laughs> Anything goes with the drunken unicorn, man. That's what I'm saying. I should have known. Yeah. The, oh, drunken unicorn. Yeah, it's just messed up. <laughs> and he didn't give me any warning other than the leg coming over my shoulder. <laughs> he got some low. Yep. I, I was pretty sure I was going to face plant. Yeah. <laughs> you were very tired. You're like, I thought I was going to Well, and I was on like, because they got those tears on the one side. Yeah. And I'm on like, oh, second yeah. tears. I'm like, oh shit. If I fall, I'm going three feet more. I'm going down. <laughs> I'm going really down with a guy's cross right behind you know, me. That was going to crush my skull like, wide like, open. Apparently, <laughs> in Atlanta, some, somebody out of this room is going to kill, almost kill Peel and Red every time because. Last time we saw them in Atlanta, which was after that, was it was my birthday weekend, and we went down to see Peel Under and Sushi Lomare at a club down there. They weren't playing a con or anything. And um, there's a portion of the show now in every show where Peel Under Red has the crowd lift him up by his legs and pretty much, you know, stilt him around with, from their feet. I don't know why I'm mean, in these positions. No one can see these all this listening. But, uh, <laughs> and and I'm just looking at my, it's like stilt both people's arms and multiple people because, you know, Still you have to lift him. Well... He had he he knew that I would know what was coming, and he kind of pointed to me and was like, "Get this started." And I can't lift someone by myself. I'm a pretty skinny guy, you know. And I start kind of helping him get lifted, and someone else does, and the other person moves, and I'm kind of like almost balancing him myself. It's like, oh my god, he's about to fall and die, and I might too. And luckily, like he started to literally fall almost, and people grabbed him, and he stayed afloat, you know. And that's the kind of dedication they have to their shows. I can't imagine doing that every night, like. It was it was crazy. Like <laughs> there, there is a certain uh, commitment to their yeah, craft. Yeah, even that's another example too of their great personalities. Was this was my birthday weekend? They remembered it because I told them. Um, <laughs> yeah. Peel under yellow made me uh, birthday CDs. Awesome. Um, they said happy birthday and stuff on them. And they let us in the show for free, and they brought me up on stage and sung happy birthday to me in front of the crowd in Atlanta. Most of the people I didn't know, but it was still really cool. And uh, they even had, like, Sushi Mamre give me a birthday card, which was basically their poster, and said, Happy Birthday, Chris, and all this. But it was just so sweet of all of them. It was really cool. And I have to say, it was the best birthday I'd had in a while, so awesome. <laughs> it was <Awesome>. really cool. <laughs> that reminds me of one time, I had Coheed and Cambria actually sing Happy Birthday to my friend Matt. That was oh, pretty wow. awesome. Yeah, that was really, really cool, actually. <laughs> I just, like, walked, I was hanging Happy out with them. <laughs> oh, they, 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 it actually sounded like that. They are like, yeah. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, whoa. Yeah, it was really, really cool. And um, yeah, that was, that's been a while back, but <laughs> it was still a good time. A memorable moment, I'm sure. <laughs> so, so aside from, from uh, shows, concerts, and sort of thing, any particular moments from this weekend stand out? 
know you briefly mentioned there was a girl that died at the rave after R. Kelly peed on her I put in my stick took care of R. Kelly I heard he peed on 14 5 year old girls like a baptism baptism wow Sprinkler or immersion? I don't know. 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 I Come in and shut down a panel because the dude running the panel was supposed to be ejected from the con. That was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Anyway, that's, 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 that's my moment. <laughs> uh, there was this one point um, uh, during our show, actually, where um, I don't remember what it was that was happening, but I remember, like, it was really, really cool because I looked out at the audience and... Um, Everybody was just out there, and everyone was just, like, clapping along to something. I don't even remember what song it was or anything like that. And um, I looked over, and I saw, um, actually, it was uh, Aaron and uh, uh, our friend Catherine. And Johnny. And Johnny. It was Johnny. Yeah, that's that, was the, yeah. that was the, like, yeah. three people that were great. Yeah, like, I saw them over there, and they were, I mean, it looked like Catherine was just, like, body banging. I mean, she was just <laughs> freaking out. And like Aaron was just screaming, just like Bah Johnny even jumped on stage at one point. Yeah, Johnny right? even yeah, exactly even jumped on stage. Like, but like punk, real punk rock show at that point. Yeah, but Johnny Johnny was freaking out. Like everyone was just like totally into it and freaking out. And like I looked over and like um I looked over at you, Chris, and you were just like, Yeah. <laughs> You're this total look like we're awesome. And like I looked over at Lauren and Lauren was just, you know, smiling of course <laughs> she was just so so incredibly happy and Anna was just like smiling and everything and everyone was just like clapping along and um it was just one of those like yeah and I actually looked over at you too Lionel and you were just like over there at the table like merch table was kind of standing there you could there. see me yeah I could see you oh, yeah. it was a smile man I could see you that was the thing that was the thing everyone was just like everyone was just like extremely happy and it was just like really really cool that, I, that was definitely like the moment for me so yeah I don't remember what song it was. <laughs> How about you, Lauren? Well, besides the show, I mean, I, I completely agree with you. That was just, it was a blast. I love being so involved with the show and being able to, like, make me and Anna made posters mm -hmm. um, for the show and got the little props together, our hats and our mustaches oh, for mustaches. Woe Man. And <laughs> it, it, was, it was a lot of fun. The show was just a blast. Cheering everybody along and feeling so pumped ourselves. And then tonight... Of course, I love getting on stage at the rave and dancing, <laughs> and I kidnapped a hula hoop and rocked it. So I got peed on by R. Kelly. I got peed on by R. Kelly. He thought I was five years old. And a boy. And a boy. But no, I'm not. I wasn't. So it's crazy. I'm so sorry. Anna? <laughs> well, I'm not all that. Um... Opening ceremonies. I didn't know we were all going to go on stage. And you guys were just like, oh, you need to come this way. I was like, right. We're all sitting back there, and I, like, I turn and look, and there's Vic. And I turn over here, and there's, like, the slants. And then later, I see Peter later, and I'm like, oh, God, it goes crazy. This is awesome. We're special. And we go on stage, and I'm just like, oh, wow, that's a real deal. Yeah, we escorted them up. It was really fun. Everybody just seemed so excited. Um, <laughs> mine, and this might be even the exact same moment as Cody, it was during, uh, I will say the show one, it was during Fujiko, actually, that I noticed so many people, I looked out in the audience, and I noticed so many familiar faces, and unfamiliar faces, so it was a good combo of people, I mean, I saw people that I knew very well that I've never seen smile, and there were people smiling, there were people dancing, um, and like he said, we was just having a really genuinely good time, and I could get the smile off my face if I tried. Like, if I was trying to look tough and scary, it wouldn't have been possible. <laughs> and I did, I kind of looked over our stage, and like he said, just kind of looked at the other people up there with me, and was just like, this is a really good moment. Like, it was really, really cool. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, uh, other than that, I, I actually really, really liked the panel I did just about an hour or two ago, um, <laughs> the Convention Horror Stories one, because it was really fun to just kind of like, 
share some of my pain <laughs> of uh, awkward moments we've had at these cons and stuff, and also to like get everybody else um, to tell some fun stories with people and make people laugh. Um, I will say the other one, I had a lot of good moments, but the panel we did earlier, the uh, anime that the manpower <laughs> yes. thinks you should love, the yes. fact that the fire marshal was escorting people out because we went over fire codes in the room was pretty amazing. Yeah, you guys packed that room. It was, yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. That's like the only panel I've ever had where they were taking people out, and they're like, no, you can't be here. Like, this is unsafe. <laughs> it was a very fun, fun panel, because uh, we were talking to Basil, uh, who runs the Awesome Guest podcast a little while ago, and we were talking about some panels we went to, and said, you know, normally, I don't I don't care for these, uh, you know, this is my top ten or whatever list of anime, but the way that you guys did, you did in such a way that was very engaging and just entertaining, and you know, I felt like I was, you know, enjoying myself and having a good time. And you guys were giving specific reasons as to why you like certain shows, and, and it wasn't just fan length, basically. It's like this show is so great if you don't like it. You know, you gotta have. Except we actually, I think, did say that at one point. Yeah. Yeah. I think I actually said that twice. And Cody loves anime men for fourteen-year-old girls. True. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I do. Emo <laughs> fourteen-year-old well, yeah. 14 girls. <laughs> they sat down and, and I, I, own it. <laughs> I own it. Trust me. <laughs> if you guys don't mind, I want to ask uh, Charlie and Dylan what their moments were as well. <laughs> oh man, I Dylan. was not prepared for this. <laughs> yeah. It was me driving you to the sushi place, right? <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. Because usually, yeah, that the cops were looking at very intently. <laughs> oh man, that was. That's a whole other issue. Yeah, it's it racial profiling. They're profiling nightstick. <laughs> They're like, I bet he owns that car. <laughs> He's got hoes on the corner waiting for him or something. That's the way he's smiling. Oh, <laughs> criminal <laughs> smiles. <laughs> Can't trust a man that smiles that much. <laughs> he got something going on. Yeah, that's that's a real warning right now, apparently, out there. That, that's why I have to go. Yeah. 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 What? Uh, they're shutting down the call officially right now, like, guys. sitting outside next to my car waiting for me to go take it back. Oh. Someone died at the rave. Yeah. Someone died at the rave. Mark Kelly died at the rave. Bye, guys. See you, bye, Anna. Bye, Anna. See you tomorrow. Hey, are, are you all right getting down there and everything? Uh, yeah, okay. I'm fine. Hopefully people aren't raiding the calls. Yeah, just be careful. Bye. Wait, what? Shutting down the phone? Well, I mean, what time is it? Yeah, it's after, yeah. Oh, so it means like, the exact police is walking around, get out! The, well, probably going crazy about it, but yeah, they wanted to shut unless it down. Unless you got a room, they're probably gonna. Yeah, yeah, they're like, people don't have rooms, get out! Yeah, get out! I'm leaving, get out anyway! Yeah, hmm. I'm walking that right now. That sounds familiar. Run! Yeah, I don't want to see your face again. <laughs> so, Don Sears is riding on the Pimpmobile, Chris. So yeah, probably so. hip hop. That uh, I'd say that was probably a lot of Fearing, you know, the cops following us. Yeah. So I was at trip to Walmart. It was epic. <laughs> yeah. It was epic. We uh it's we, we uh price compared uh, to try and find the box so that they can keep cash in from the merch table. Never found it. Never found it. <laughs> Boxes are expensive. Boxes are expensive. It's surprisingly expensive. It's a box for God's sake. Like, it's mostly air. It's <laughs> air with a couple walls. You have something that is transparent where you can see, oh, they're, they're carrying money in that? You know, yeah. It's surprising. Seven, eight bucks. Well, you know, they got these things like if some place, uh, if they're hired in some place, you'd be like, hey, it's cheaper at this place, they'll equal it. So you'd be like, these boxes, man, these are at Kroger, they're like free. <laughs> <laughs> they they would equal it. Yeah. I think it was really late. I don't know what else was open at that time. It was kind of. Yeah. He's pretty yeah. <laughs> Price comparison, though, it's a little disillusioned. Price comparison. Is not exactly rock and roll. <laughs> you don't expect it. <laughs> so not metal. <laughs> this is not metal. How about you, Charlie? What's the moment for you? There's a bunch of them. Um, the two. If I had, if I had, no, this, this lamp is really awesome. Yeah. Uh, but if I had to name one, if I, like the two that okay, two top of my head. Um, eating sushi with the manpower. And um, in in my head, because I'm the center of everything, uh, they played my birthday, which was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it was Friday. My birthday was Friday. Why did you not? 
Why did someone not tell us? Because you would have fucked with me. <laughs> you would have. We would this have. We would have probably brought you up on stage. AKA fucked with me. Okay. Well, here's the deal. You get a free T-shirt. We now know <laughs> your birthday date. If there's ever another con on that date, so you mess yourself. So wait a minute. Wait a minute. You were born the same day that Proto Men were. Whoa! Whoa! Is there a prophecy involved in that? Because that was their seven-year anniversary show. Really? Yeah, like to the date, even. That would explain the birthmark. I'm the long-awaited 600 like Kilroy, first member. Kilroy's face is like like right above your crotch. Exactly. In real life. On, no right above the button says, we keep you safe. <laughs> Right below it says we are your host. I'm all of a sudden. Never mind. And then even further down says we are in control. <laughs> the whole thing's there. Wow. Wow. Something that just wow. makes sense for you, doesn't it? Yep. Don't get that tattooed on my butt. <laughs> That's pretty wow. That's wow. Whoa. Man. <laughs> but that was cool. Not that anyone's interested, but I guess mine. <laughs> Aside from the stuff that everybody's already talked about, you know, going and, and uh, hanging in the Ariadas and your favorite national restaurant, crazy. yeah, that craziness. Yeah, yeah, that place is really damn good. Oh yeah, uh, that's, 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 my, that's my top two now. That's yeah, good. What's what's also in the top two? What's the other one? Uh, Sperry's Steakhouse. Oh yeah, right the place is effing expensive, but yeah, Sperry's is ridiculously expensive. My work paid for it. Hell yeah! Interestingly <laughs> enough, my brother actually works there. The, Dude, this Lance which concert. one? Was, uh, Which brother? No, Franklin. <laughs> we got two next. Oh, oh, Franklin or or the other one? Other one. Okay, Frank, not Franklin. <laughs> not Franklin. But what, what was your moment? <laughs> Sorry, we're, to talk we're talking about steakhouse, man. It's really versatile, dude. Um, this last concert was was really amazing for a couple of reasons. One, um, right uh, after the seasons uh, went off, who were great, also. Yeah, they were. They were. They were really good. Um, really sweet. Girls too. But you know, they were they were clearing everybody out and they were clearing chairs out and getting ready for the slants. And uh, you know, we we had had Terry Platt and Yuri Lowenthal on the on the podcast a couple of times before Intact. Um and, and they've been really supportive of, of everything we've been doing and we finally got to meet them in person this weekend today actually. And uh, I saw them hanging out like against the back wall there and, and just kind of went over and said, hi, it's like, hey, are you guys, uh, you know, staying to see the slants? So They're like, yeah, we've been hanging out with them. So, so that, that was kind of cool, just kind of having a moment to just kind of chill with them away from the crowd and just being able to, to just kind of talk to them like normal people for a little bit. And then, uh, you know, the concert and, and the thing I've been waiting all my life to see, see Aaron uh, re fired during the show because I never thought You hadn't seen that yet, had you? No, because no, I've only ever seen them here. Yeah. Yeah. The only time I'd seen them do that was when we played with them the first, the fir- well, first time we played, but the only time they played at, uh, Persicon. They had a really yeah. big room. And, uh, the, the, the rule was if something bad happened as a result, the girl running the show didn't know it was going to happen, quote unquote. <laughs> <laughs> and, Nobody told the slants otherwise, so nobody was in trouble if something bad happened. <laughs> that yeah, but but you know, after they had gotten called back up front according to the slants. Yeah, I can I can die up and uh, I finally see them. It's pretty impressive. I didn't expect it myself even, honestly, so Yeah. Yeah, I d I didn't think they'd ever okay that. Yeah, well Maybe they didn't. Yeah. Maybe it might be in the same rule again. <laughs> Uh, you know, if, if we could ever track down Aaron, who's probably possibly drunk at the moment. Uh, we love you, Aaron. Um, I love Aaron. We, we could ask him. He's not conscious, but we love him. We're just propagating that rumor. And, and, that whole, and, and the fact that they gave shout-outs. So, you know, he killed that girl yeah, at the right. I did. I mean, they did. <laughs> he breathes yeah. fire in her face. That was one thing that's been really, I mean, like, yeah, like you said, this has been such a community-driven event every year. It's like a family reunion, basically. Yeah, definitely. You know, and I mean, it's one of those things where, like, if I ever move away from Nashville, I'm still probably going to try to come back to Impact as often as possible each time, you know, because, not that I'm saying I'm going to move away from Nashville anytime soon, but, like, you know, it could happen at some point, you know? Yeah, it, it really is interesting how, even us, you know, we're an extremely small audience, we've, we've kind of been adopted into this community, uh, largely because of you guys, and, uh, and now, now we kind of know everybody, and you know, we see you know, people on staff and guests, you know, and they remember us. It's, it's fun. 
Yeah, I was surprised this year about how many people we saw. Like, oh, I know you from yeah, whatever. Blooming Sunny, who you know, we she she was Sunny there. amazing. But we yeah. can't mention her name or she'll hate us. Right. No, let's let her hate us. Sonny, you're badass. Yeah. <laughs> we love you, Sonny. Now hate us. Um, but yeah, maybe, she, maybe it's the opposite. We say we hate her, she'll love us. We hate you, Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> She's not going to listen to this. So, <laughs> anyway. Uh, you know, we had, I don't know if that's manpower. Kids might want to. <laughs> get run well, jump. While they're jumping naked, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that the yeah. first time you'd heard that story? The naked part, yes, but I knew that she had come up to me before and was like, yeah, my kids will only listen to you. But, and the thing is, I started it all in a way because she had one of them at the con once trying to build up the adorable factor of if I have a kid at my table trying to sell my merchandise, people are just going to kind of feel inclined, you know? And um, so, she, I don't know, well, I don't know if maybe that was the case. She had to have, like, a tip jar or something like that. I really did have no money on me, and I was kind of like, I would give her this, you know, little kids, you can give them 50 cents and they're excited, you know? Um, I, had no, I had no money on me, but I had manpower CDs on me. And I was like, I don't have money, little guy, but here's a manpower CD. It's like, make sure your mommy lets you play it, you know? It's like, she's... <laughs> She's like, that's all he listens to. <laughs> so, yeah, I, start, I, I, I cultivated a good fan there. <laughs> I have to make a children's album. Um, actually, that would be awesome. I've actually thought about that. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think we both probably thought about that. <laughs> we have a lot of things in the works, and now things are going to come out a lot quicker than, like, two, you know, two years to make an album, four years to make an album. You know, it's not going to do that anymore. We can pop them on out pretty quickly. Like, <laughs> 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 Axel. Yeah. Well, you know, it takes nine months to make a baby, um, so, you know. <laughs> the CDs are pretty similar. Yeah, yeah CD baby is the same thing. Ours was just, um, took a little longer. Yeah. Well, your baby was born a little late. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't want to come out. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was stubborn. It was the opposite of coming out early, so it had a, it, it's extra intelligent, I guess. I don't know. Or maybe it just really had that womb syndrome where, like, it didn't want to leave or something. <laughs> because the womb of Cody and Chris is so poor. <laughs> it's a combined womb. No, um, Davis was there at one point and then got detached. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, Lionel's is still there, kind of. Wow. Well, the images in my head, I'm like imagining all this. We have a, we have a, a womb together. How does that make you feel, Lionel? The manpower was that okay. Sounds, all right, that sounds moist and gross. Ew. <laughs> you put that on our like get that as a merch table thing, like a manpower room model bit. <laughs> what does that look like? I don't. I think it's something like a Clyde Barker movie. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll buy one. You know. <laughs> That's just good on our I'm I'm all of a sudden. Yeah, I'm, I just I'm reminded of the rape tunnel. <laughs> And look up the rape tunnel, just but make sure you ne- never mind. Rape Maybe tunnel. don't look up the rape. Is this someone to the rape bus? Make sure you do it on on a computer that's either at the public library or <laughs> belongs to some like. It was this this art um, project that was. It turned out to be um, a joke actually, but um, it was this guy and he he made something called like the 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 hit tunnel or something like a slap tunnel or something, and it was like this installation art piece. I don't know why I'm telling you guys this. But it's an installation art piece, and um, if you walked into it, there was like a, something you had to sign, or like this big. No, it wasn't something you had to sign. There was this big, huge warning on it. It said, "Warning: If you walk in here, you're gonna get slapped." And so what happened is all these like really like artsy, like you know, just whatever people you know walked into this like installation art piece, and the artist would just run up and just slap them in the face, and they were just like, "What did you do that for?" It's like, "Did you read the warning?" And they're like, well, you're a jerk, you know, and all this stuff. And he's just like, well, go out there and read, you know, okay, I can do this. He's like, I got, I got the right to do it because he was technically considered an art piece. Well, anyway, he made up this joke that he was going to make something called a rape tunnel, <laughs> which if you walked into it, you'd get raped. <laughs> and it turns out. Whoa. Lionel doesn't want to get raped. Right? I'm the rape this, I'm the rape <laughs> Recorded that. Yeah. <laughs> so if there's ever an issue down the road, you don't want this surface. Uh, that's uh, Lionel Smith. Yeah. <laughs> Jones. You just, you just Smith. Witnesses or accomplices. Yeah, yeah. Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie Smith Jones. Lionel Richie. Lionel Richie, everyone. Um, yeah, but 
I don't know. It was a great thing. Well, here it comes. Jack Berry. They made a bunch of awesome websites about this and stuff. Like that looked legit. I don't know. It was pretty great. And then they were like, "Nope, it's a it's a hoax." Blah blah blah. It's like, oh, I was actually really excited because I was just gonna go and like sit on the other side and just be like, "Oh, you you guys got raped." Something seriously wrong with you, dude. Uh, you that know, sucks it's all, for you. So it's art. It's supposed to be art. Getting raped. <laughs> getting raped is art. I don't know. Is it art too? Well, I've been doing art all these years. My paintbrush. They have to figure out like who's going to have a panel on like girls getting ripped apart being art. So you know, what's the difference? It was that one guru. Guru. Yeah. Wow. That picture we put up near the end of our panel. That oh no, you're the one. That girl getting ripped apart. Yeah, it was gross looking. Wow. Twelve. Wow, okay. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, I think we also had a really bad mental image just yeah. then. I mean, at least me and him saw it. And yeah. those, these three saw it. Is it like anime? Yeah. It's okay. like Mako where girls, I mean, just, I'm not going to go into it here, but. Like CSI? No, it's much worse. <laughs> it's gross. Andrew Jackson. It's tentacles with teeth. Oh. Tentacles. Oh, with teeth. It's so specific. <laughs> like, how does someone come up with this? <laughs> Never mind. Done. 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 Moving on. Done. Moving on. Moving on. Uh, so, so when can we uh, expect to hear more from Blueberry? Um, I'm not sure right now, actually, because the thing is, um, Blueberry was kind of almost. Weak. It got put together to a degree when there was almost downtime in Vampire, huh. and now that we're really getting things going with blue gray we actually are too with manpower so it becomes a bit of a conflict of interest honestly um and you know one makes me money right now and one doesn't right so that makes it less of a conflict in that sense um but blue gray will slowly but surely appear we actually weren't even really like ready to play this weekend but it was too good of an opportunity that we couldn't pass up because not a lot of people would be like oh at my first show you know was at an event with five thousand people you know right and you know, we were with all these great bands and stuff. So we just kind of did it. And, you know, as I'm sure everyone that was here saw, we played a very short set. You know, even had covers and things in it because we didn't have a full set of songs. Um, but we're going to try through the summer, get some a couple of recordings done and just kind of go from there. We have a couple more appearances booked right now. Um, it shows that Manpower's actually at it. Um, are, you, are you open for yourself? I'm really trying to avoid that right now, actually. <laughs> like... Um, the other two Blu-ray shows that are also Vampire shows that we have scheduled right now are Persicon in Huntsville, Alabama in uh, June or July? June? <laughs> it's July. July! Okay. Persicon, whenever it is. Yeah, it is. And um, Adacon in Murfreesboro, Tennessee in August. Manpower and Blu-ray will be playing both of those. So I'll be doing double duty again, but... I'm gonna, after this week, I'm going to learn. I've learned my lesson of trying to tell them why. Like, um, let me space my stuff out a little bit more. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what that's what will be going on. With and there will be recordings. Yeah, like I said, summer. Hopefully, put them out before the end of the year. Awesome. And uh, have you guys had presents on that? Oh, you're right. Yes, we do. Pretty much. Um, the uh, the project that uh, Lauren and I have uh, is called uh, Kedakuma. Which means, uh, or actually, uh, Kedakuma. It's kind of, you have to say it kind of like Kedakuma, like Takuma. Uh, I'm not going to say that word. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Kedakuma. Um, it's, uh, it means the dark bear. Uh, I have an obsession with bears. Uh, it's kind and of. Darkness. And darkness as well, obviously. I have an obsession with the darkness. The, the darkness, yes. Um, yes. And they're back. They're, oh, that, that's definitely good. Um, but, oh, we're just kind of getting everything started. You should. Definitely be expecting something. Um, I'm actually going to let Lauren talk more about this, actually. We have a Facebook page. Awesome. Um, so anyone listening to this, check us out on Facebook. We have a song right now up there. When we're working on more. And we're planning on playing anime conventions and just trying to get everything together for that. We've been doing a lot of promotion for it this weekend, just getting flyers out and trying to get the word out there about us. And if you're interested in checking it out, um, facebook.com slash Kaikuma, which is uh, K-U-R-A-I-K-U-M-A, um, all one, just... If you 
can't remember that too. Go to the Manpowers page and look under our likes on the side. It'll yeah. have uh, Teddy Kuma and Blue Greg listed, so you can find both of them. Yeah, yeah, I think we can link to this as well. So yeah, yeah. you can just go to the fucking website. Yeah, and look at it. yeah I mean, we have a very fun theme with Kodai Kuma also. We're we're banned from the future. Awesome. Because <laughs> we actually are from the future, which is even a whole other weird sort of thing that you guys may have not known. Yeah. Well, like, I've transcended time, so I actually, I actually did know. You okay. did know? Yeah. Well, or, not many people Or will do. know. Whatever. I, like I said, I've transcended time. So We're from really 2216. It was a different time then. Better time. <laughs> <laughs> no, a, a much worse time, a very apocalyptic time. Yeah. But um, it's kind of more of a um, as, as as blue grade is is kind of like the opposite end of the spectrum. It's like they're they're like acoustic and um, you know, I mean, they do have some. You guys play like keyboards and do some different things of that yeah. nature. And, well, um, we're calling it genre wise right now. They're from the their future techno. Kind of, yeah, like a electronica industrial, industrial like, yeah. And what we called ours is geek pop, so I think that's what it is. Um, let's see what our little thing It's says. geek pop. Geek pop. Yeah, geek on our little cool thing that says geek pop never looks so good. Yeah. And, and the good is in peak. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, yes, and definitely, <clears throat> excuse me, um, definitely Kirakuma is on the opposite end of that spectrum where we are very... Extremely dark, um, but but very very uplifting messages. Though a lot of messages Hopeful. of hope, yeah. And our shows, we're, we're going to be as visual as we think we possibly can. Um, lots of visual K influences and cyber goth influences, and just try to make the shows really fun. Lights, lasers, all that kind of stuff. Sharks with lasers. Sharks yes. with lasers. Of course. <laughs> Freaking lasers. Actually. <laughs> Dogs Lasers. or bees or dogs when they bark at you they shoot bees out of their mouth. Simpsons for the win. It's one of my favorite quotes from the Simpsons. Yes. Do your work. I shouldn't have drank so much coffee, tea, and watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> That's my second favorite quote from the Simpsons. <laughs> well, I, I think I'm starting to, to slowly uh, wind down. But before we before we go, uh, do you guys have any parting uh, thought shot uh, shots outs? Go nice it. I I I met Mark Slaughter this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got to actually talk to him. I tried to, oh, I tried to get him to come to the Manpower Show. <laughs> I talked to him for a good bit, actually, and um, he was actually involved uh, with uh, the uh, Nashville Rises documentary about the flood that took place like last yeah. year. He was one of the producers of it, and um, which, by the way, yeah, check it out. Uh, Nashville, the, the Nashville Rises. Um, it was an amazing documentary. I saw it. It was only about like twenty minutes or something, but it was really, really good. And, uh, Kind of showed the, the true spirit, kind of what we're talking about, about the camaraderie of Nashville and everything. I don't know why I just plugged that, but it was just really, really cool. And I mean, <laughs> we all, we all lived through that. Um, yes, and we did. Last yeah. year. And it was, it was very, very, very bad for this, you know, ta uh, city. I mean, it, it, a lot of destruction, people died and everything like that. It was one of the biggest natural, it was, I think, actually the biggest natural disaster in natural history. Um, so yeah, but a documentary, Nashville Rides, I, I just, you know, Mark Slaughter. <laughs> Mark Slaughter. Very inspirational. Yeah. That's why I want to say about that. <laughs> um, that's all yes, I got to say. That's all, that's all I got to say about that. Thoughts from me, I guess. I mean, we've been talking about Unpack the whole time, but it's really, you know, like you said, anyone we mentioned probably isn't listening for the most part. But on that chance that he is, I really want to, we're not going to thank the girl that doesn't want to be thanked. Right. His mm -hmm. name is Sonny. Oh, wait. But. Oh, but we are going to think, as well, we're going to thank Lucas for putting up with all this tomfoolery that he does every year of everyone underneath him, since he is the man with the planet. Absolutely. And, I mean, he puts up with a lot of BS for no pay and no, like, other than acknowledgement of being people saying, well, you have the best convention around, and that's all well and good, but at the end of the day, it's a lot of work that, you know, he doesn't have to do. And, you know, we want to thank him for that. And thank yeah. everyone else on staff. This year... Literally everyone on staff, with the exception of one person, has been amazing. And honestly, <laughs> honestly, a track record of only having one bad person at a con is better than I think we've ever experienced. Yeah. 
you know, and I'm not saying every plot has a lot of crappy people, but you're generally going to run into at least a couple crappy people. We only have, really only have one, I'm not going to say who it is, what they did, or anything, but everyone's been really great, you know. Um, it, you know, to anyone that is listening and wondering if they're possibly that person, if we act, if we thank you and said you did a good job, you're probably not that person. <laughs> you know. Yeah, and, but but there were, I mean, also there were a lot of like unspoken people that we didn't mention that were really really terrific, and yeah. you know, but I, I mean, people we didn't even know their names or something like that. So I mean, yeah. it's well, between all the great people, one just kind of being a little, ah, you know, but still, they they did though. Yeah, the track record's amazing. Yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> they got it, they run a tight ship and they do it well. And, um, they have a lot of new people this year, all the new new board rights. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lionel, do you got anything? I don't know. Lauren, no, you got anything? He's already missed rates. I'm with Boopa Duke. Maybe. <laughs> That's all I got right now. That's all spread. Lauren, you got anything? I have to say it's been a great convention and a wonderful experience, and I can't wait for next year. Oh, and also, um, just to interject, we also want to thank you guys, Chainsaw Buffet. Yeah. We are, we are thanking you for your podcast, though. Okay. What we're thanking you for is your giving back to Japan, because I heard that you were the man that put a lot of that together, actually, a lot of organizing and stuff last minute, the giving back money to Japan thing. And, you know, I know you got in touch with us, you got in touch with the slants, I'm guessing quite some voice actors and things along yeah. that nature. And, you know, you weren't getting paid anything. Nope. You know? And... You know, you guys raised how much again? Uh, we right now I think the total is over thirty two thousand. Yeah, that's. I mean, I know that that was other people working, but you know, had you not done your parts, a lot of that might not have been possible. So yes. that's amazing, and we we really applaud you guys for that. We're glad we could help out, even if it wasn't a whole lot of the scheme of things. It might have helped out some, and we're hoping oh, it did. You know, we did a little um, fundraiser show that we would like to have been bigger turn out to be a little smaller than expected in town that raised some money, but, you know, it wasn't that, it wasn't that much money, you know, like in comparison. It wasn't $30,000. Yeah. Any little bit helps, but... It's one of those things where a lot of people, you know, try and give me a lot of credit, but, you know, Zach's one who organized it. I, I contacted a lot of the voice actors, and Liz was actually the one who, as far as the sweepstakes and the prizes and stuff were giving away, contacted you guys and, and Slant, so she was really good about that because I was basically burning up emails between you know, like uh, Wendy Lee and Jessica Strauss and uh, Eric Stewart, who's here this week. And I, I, great I, guy, I, great I, guy. I've so, not gotten to meet him at all. Oh, he's so cool. He's really cool. Yeah, he was uh, really I was cool a judge guy. with him on the Risk Cosplay contest, and he was hilarious the whole time. Yeah, he seems like a really cool guy, but I've not gotten to talk to him here. I, I talked to him on the, the live event. Hopefully he can't tomorrow. I mean, he does live here, so he doesn't have to leave early. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm going to try and track him down because I have something to give him. The same thing I give to you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Harry, Harry. <laughs> yeah, Harry. We're going to do stuff to him. Um, <laughs> Dirty stuff. But, but really, Lionel type stuff. Yeah. Lionel type stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but really, it's, it's been a great experience. Yeah. 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 And uh, I say it all the time, you know, the, the voice, the voiceover guys, um, you know, like Wendy Lee and Jessica Strauss and just everybody that, that showed up on there, they went nuts when they heard about it because they, they were just looking for an outlet, some some way to give back to Japan, they, you know, because it's, they, they know which side of the bread, you know, they're, they're, they're tested butter and all that. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, it's kind of like you turn that back on the country that's pretty much giving you your career in their cases. Right, but know? but it's not just that. It wasn't like, well, I, well, you know, I got yeah, to do this Yeah, that sounds bad, thing. yeah. Yeah, that's, I understand what you're saying, but, you know, like, Wendy Lee was contacting everybody. I was getting emails from people that I hadn't contacted because Wendy Lee was, was contacting people and saying, hey, you need, you need to come and, and contact, you know, John from James Office or Zach from One Piece and, and get on this thing because we need to do something. Even after the, the two live events, I still had, like, Robert Axelrod contacted yeah. me afterwards and wanted to do something, unfortunately. Also a very cool guy. Yeah, he's a super cool guy. <laughs> really cool. Um, you know, we, we don't have anything else going on with that moment, you know, which is why we started the whole Voices for Japan thing, which, you know, Tara and Yuri, they jumped right on that and, and helped us out with that, and everybody else has been doing it. Um, so, 
I, I can't really take much of the credit. I, you know, the only thing I did was send emails and, and jump on the screen. And, you still did something, though, that's important. You know. And, uh, yeah, thanks to you guys and, and Slants. I mean, it, just everybody's been so incredible. I've, I've been so um, really impressed and, and kind of indicated in a way because, and humbled because, you know, you guys are, are people that, that I respect for, you know, the, the stuff you do. Although with you guys, it's a little bit different because I've, I've gotten to know you, know you as, as people. A little bit so more. suck. <laughs> and he doesn't respect you. Yeah, exactly. That's where it's going. But so, so many of these people, they're people that I just know them from their work. But, you know, it, their personality and who they are as people who are starting to, to uh, shine out through uh, these events. So it's, it's been very, very uh, wonderful and uplifting. Awesome. I think that's yeah. a good note to end on, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah. you, everyone, basically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, see you next time, Chainsaw the Fan. Yay! 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 Almost now. Almost now. <laughs> <laughs> Soonish. Soonish, yeah. Make sure you pick up a copy. Oh, and just on a side note of really supportive, cool people. Um, also in May, it's a really good month for new records. Heavy Ghetto from Notorious. Yes. So yes. you might want to pick that up. So excited like, about this. Here's, a, here's the thing. You thought we took a long time to make an album. Yes. They took a lot longer than us. So, you know, um, we're not in bad company in that sense. I'm sad they weren't here this year, but I'm yeah. excited for their new album. But they, I mean, even when they were at Eltrack, they're like, oh, we'll have our new album out, you know, in, a, in six months or something. And, well, it's been two or three years, so. <laughs> but, not hating. I'm sure it's going to be amazing. Those guys are good studio pro tech guys. It's going to be great. So, so it may buy the new Manpower album, buy the new Notorious MSG album. That's yeah. awesome. He's, he's he's like he like runs the con. <laughs> his name is Jimmy. Like, yeah, like, his what? His name's <laughs> name Mac the Nug. <laughs> I think <laughs> you recorded that, didn't you? It's awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually running right now. That's yeah. really cool. Audacity. Good. Okay. Uh, Cody so give us the, the word. The host. Hell's yeah. Hell's yeah.